Obviously, we are continuing in today's Mishnah Yomi. Today, we will, Emirat Hashem, finish the fourth chapter of Masechah's Peah. Today's Mishnah Yomi is Parak Dalit, Mishnayis Yud through Yud Aleph. The fourth chapter, Mishnayis 10 through 11. Mishnah Yud, Mishnah 10 says as follows. Ezehu Leket. So here the Mishnah transitions from a discussion regarding Peah. Up until now, we've been focusing on the obligation to leave a corner of one's field. And now we are transitioning to the mitzvah of Leket. The mitzvah of Laket says when the farmer is harvesting his wheat, if or, or grain for that matter, or produce I should say, if he goes ahead and he drops one stalk or two stalks, he leaves them in the field for the poor. Any more than that, he is permitted to go ahead and pick it up and take it for himself. So the Mishnah says as follows, Ezehu Laket, what is Laket? Hanosher Besha it is a stalk or two that fall down to the ground at the time, uh, at the time of harvest. Hayakotzer, if the farmer was harvesting his wheat, the katzer, melo yodo, ultimately he goes ahead and he takes a handful of wheat. Talash melo kumtso. So katzer melo, I should be more specific, katzer melo yodo means he's cutting down a handful of wheat with a sickle. He, so talash melo kumtso means he pulls out a handful of wheat from the ground. And as he's holding the wheat, he codes v'naf Now, in this interesting case here, he's harvesting wheat. Whether he's harvesting it with a sickle or he's pulling it out by hand, he has it in his hand and he gets he gets stuck by a thorn. And as a result of getting stuck by a thorn, he ends up dropping the wheat or dropping a stalk or two. Harehu shabalabayis. He's permitted to pick this up because when the Torah speaks about Leket, the Torah is referring to a normal situation where a person leaves something behind. But if there was an onus, if there was an extenuating circumstance, there was some other factor that caused the farmer to drop his wheat, then Halacha Lamai said that is not called Leket, and he is permitted to pick it back up. Toch yodo if literally he has the wheat in his hand or the wheat on the inside of the sickle and he drops it, Anything he drops has the status of leket, again, assuming one or two stalks, and it belongs to the poor. Now, this is interesting. What happens if, again, so grain, he comes in contact with grain with the back of his hand or the back of the sickle, and then it falls down to the ground? That's not called leket. It's very interesting that the definition of leket is, by, is, is only stalks of grain that you drop within the normative harvesting process, which means the grain is in your hand or inside of the blade of the sickle, and then it drops. But again, if let's say you were to come, your hand were to hit grain on the back side of your hand or the back side of the sickle, and it were to drop as a result of that, that is not called leket. Rosh hayad, virosh hamagol. What happens if it touches the tip of the hand? The tip of the hand. The tips of your fingers or the top of the sickle as you're harvesting. Rabbi Shmuel says this goes to the poor. Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Akiva says no. The top of the sickle or the fingertips of the hand are essentially the same thing as behind the hand or behind the sickle, and therefore halacha lemaisa. The owner could keep it. And in fact, the Bartanura says that the halacha follows Rabbi Akiva. So again, it turns out that the only way to have real leket is if you have the grain in your hand or on the inside of the sickle and you drop a stalk or two. But if the grain is dropped as a result of coming in contact with the back of your hand, back of the sickle, or the tips of your fingers or the tip of the sickle, that belongs to the owner and he's permitted to pick it back up. Incredible. Mishnah Yeralaf, very interesting case. 
Chori Hanamalim. So here we're talking about Shabbosocha Kama. Here's the case. You have ant holes. You have ant holes inside of a inside of a wheat field. And so what we're talking about over here is imagine for a moment you have wheat kernels that fell into the ant holes. So the Shaila is, do the wheat kernels have the status of leket, and therefore they have to be left for the poor, or is the owner permitted to pick them back up and take them for himself? So the Mishnah says it depends. Shebizoha Kamo, obviously any grains, any wheat kernels that are inside of the ant holes before the grain has been harvested, harein shabalabayis, those of course belong to the owner. Because remember again, the halacha of leket only applies once the grain has been harvested. So any kernels inside of any ant holes before the grain has been harvested, belongs to the owner. So the Mishnah goes on. Now what about, so now what about the following situation? What about now the owner has harvested his field, there are ant holes behind him, right? So he's harvested the grain, there are ant holes behind him, and there are wheat kernels inside of the ant holes. Who do they belong to? So the Mishnah says, says, the kernel, the upper kernels in the ant holes, those belong to the poor, because the assumption is those are leket. Batachtonim, the ones lower down in the ant hole, those belong to the balabais. Those belong to the owner. Now the Bartanura says, how do you know which are the upper ones, which are the lower ones? So of course, literally it means the ones towards the upper part of the ant hole versus the lower ones. But the Bartanura says something very interesting. He says, Ve'eluhin al-yonim koshin levanim. So interestingly enough, when it's fresh wheat kernels, they're white. When they've been in the ground for a little bit of time, they turn a greenish, darkish green, almost like blackish type of color, and that indicates they've been in the ground for a long time. So therefore, again, before the wheat is cut down, there's no mitzvah of leket, and therefore, everything in the field belongs to the owner, including the wheat kernels that fell into the ant holes, once he goes ahead and harvests the field, any kernels that are behind him, meaning a part of the wheat field that was already harvested, the white kernels, which are the fresher, newer kernels, we, we, we look at those as being leket, and therefore they're given to the poor. The older, darker kernels are considered to be the property of the balabais. Rabbi Meir says, Rabbi Meir says, no, no, all the kernels in the ant holes are all considered to be leket. They all go to the poor. Why? Shesafik leket leket. Because Rabbi Meir says, a doubt, a doubt about whether or not something is leket. You know, when in doubt, is something leket, is something not leket? We essentially rule stringently in favor of the poor. And namely, give them the leket. So Rabbi Meir says, essentially, this is an imprecise science. Upper, upper kernels, lower kernels, white kernels, greenish kernels. Therefore, Meir says, if it's in the ant holes, and you're not, if you're explicitly sure somehow, that it belongs to the Balabai is great, but when you're unsure, any suffix ultimately will be decided in favor of the Aniyim and they will get the kernels. All right, Shkoyach, everyone, Mazel Tov on finishing the fourth chapter of Nesachas Pei. Tomorrow we'll begin Parakei. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.